morning. Good morning, everyone. Good to see you guys jumping on right now. There's Sean, Harami, Allison, uh, Jorawa. Good morning to you guys and uh, whoever the Facebook user is. Good morning, Stephen. Hey, if you're new, um, give us a shout out. Say new and uh, let us know where you're dialing in from. Great to have a bunch of you guys on this morning. There's Mark. Good to see all of you guys here. Welcome to another Wealth Coffee Chat, Monday, 18th of October. Um, hopefully you had a good weekend, crew. For those who don't know me, maybe if you're new, um, just a quick intro. Jason Witten's my name and uh, been property investing over 20 years, helping property investors across Australia and New Zealand over 18 uh, build their property portfolios and... Uh, Along the way, helped people do a few deals and done a couple myself. And uh, we have uh, a few things that we get together each morning, Monday to Friday, most most weeks, other than holidays and bits and pieces. And uh, we share a little bit of that wisdom uh, with you guys. We have our mentoring and coaching program, and uh, we have a few people joining us here or there. Um, so there you go. Oh, Alison. Alison, awesome. Yes, Haley, what a legend. She's uh, her and her partner, uh, amazing people. Haley ended up uh, coming to work for us uh, at Positive, and she's uh, part of the team now. Uh, if you haven't already, grab that one. Alison's talking about a podcast that we are now interviewing our clients and also our own team who are avid property investors, as you would expect. <laughs> um, and it's called Property Investor Tales. Um, and uh, Haley, one of the team, young person, you know, uh, only I think 25, 26 now, uh, maybe even 27, maybe uh, four properties in in four years. And uh, yeah, impressive indeed. So uh, yeah, good shout out, Alison. Jeff, good morning to you. And uh, there we go. So uh, today I wanted to talk to you about uh, something that uh, Sam mentioned the other day about the idea um, of our first million. Our first million of wealth is the hardest million because the 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 compounding wealth after that uh, it becomes easier. But uh, I thought we would I, I would sort of circle around on this one because uh, Sam mentioned it the other day uh, on Wealth Wine and Wisdom. Unfortunately, Andy had a migraine. Team literally knocked him for six, so um, he's uh, feeling better now. Uh, but uh, that's why uh, we had Sam as a guest on Wealth Wine and Wisdom the other day. But you know, let's um, let's have a bit of a look at what we were going to sort of talk about and touch base on today, which is the idea of you know creating wealth. You know, we talk about it all the time. Uh, over time, uh, the idea that property investing is a marathon, not a sprint. It takes time to create wealth and get wealthy, but. What we haven't talked about much is the compounding effect of your patience, the compounding effect of your investment of time into your assets uh, over, you know, 5, 10, 15, 20 years is where the real power comes from your portfolio. And uh, the challenge, unfortunately, over time, I've sat with a lot of people uh, who've started this journey uh, and they give up. They fall prey to, you know, strange things, uh, whatever they may be. And, you know, for all of us in this journey right now, creating wealth, we need to understand some 
you know, some realities uh, of the process and some practicalities of the process. But let's have a quick look at this um, investing. It, it, it makes sense. Like it's we're not we're not splitting the atom here, or maybe we are when we talk about you know if you earn some money, we should be putting it towards some wealth in the future. So tell me in the chat right now, team. Um, as a percentage of your earnings, if you are PAYG or whatever it is, as a percentage of the money you earn, how much should we be putting towards our future wealth? Our future wealth, okay? How much should be invested and start compounding into the future towards your future wealth if you want to end up with a reasonable outcome? Now, We've talked about this in property terms, but it's a minimum of $3 million worth of income-producing assets creating some cash flow into the future. A minimum, a minimum, all right, as we go. Um, yep, 50%, 35%, uh, 30%, 20%, <laughs> half of it. If you can, if you can adjust your lifestyle to the idea of half between 30 and 50% of your earned earned income into your future, then that is how you will get to this $3 million portion as we go. The challenge is, team, the challenge is the way we set our lives up in one way, shape, or form doesn't facilitate that. We've talked about this before. Um and uh, it depends on how you're using the wealth that you have. Let me just skip over here and I'll just quickly show a little example of what I mean by this. Um, so uh, you guys may have seen this uh, before, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And let's just quickly do a, re- a revision of this. If you're sitting there right now and uh, today is Monday, we're getting up and going to work. And let's say, let's say, I'll just adjust this here so we can sort of see it a bit. Let's say $100,000 income. Uh, that's not very good. i put it down here. All right, well, let's do this. $100,000 income. Uh, and good morning to whoever's uh, given us a shout out. Uh, it says Facebook user on the chat here, gang. Uh, if you're dialing in from one of the groups or whatever it is, uh, unfortunately, it's some, some weird thing If inside the private groups. I can't see your name, which is a bit of a bummer. But good morning to all of you, if you're giving me a shout-out. Um, uh, Joel, how are you, brother? Good to see you, man. Um, so there you go. So some of you already have seen this one before, but it's so important to understand to understand because we wake up, we're going to work today, okay, uh, and uh, get involved if you want to with this one. Who takes um, who takes Monday? Who gets a bit of the, the money on Monday? Do you think you, you go to work today? And uh, it's yours. Well, if you're earning 100K, the ATO puts their grotty little hand out and takes all of Monday. Uh, and up until about maybe lunchtime tomorrow on $100,000, they're going to take um, all the cash, all the money. Yeah, the tax man. That's it, Brendan. You guys have seen this one before, right? Now, if we go over here and we say, all right, well, all right, well, what else uh, goes on? I'm, I'm including this, all right? Uh, super comes out next, okay? It's not your money, and unless you're managing that yourself for your wealth and your future well, um, you guys know how I feel about that. We should all be managing our wealth as we go. Super is onto it, Alison. And then 
for most people, let's say the regular straighty 180 person, uh, we might be uh, we might have a mortgage, our owner occupy a home, uh, and the average mortgage in Australia consumes around about thirty percent of someone's after tax after tax income. Okay, thirty percent of after tax income, and then and then team, what else? What's the kicker over here? Credit cards, all right. Credit cards, bad debt, etc. And then we're left, sadly, most people are left with, if they're lucky, Friday, Friday to create something out of. And you know, if you do the mathematics here, you've only got twenty percent uh, of your week left over. Okay, twenty percent of your week left over to live on, and. What's going on there? So 25% is already taken by the ATO. ATO has 25%, all right? Super takes 10%, 9.5, it's going up. You're already at 35%. Another 30% for your mortgage, all right? You need to get rid of these credit cards, bad debt, those sorts of things. You guys have seen this before. I'm not diving too much into it today. So when we're talking about 30 to 50%, where do we get it from? Where do we do this from? Okay, and this is the smart part. This is the smart part. You guys, uh, you guys in the mentoring program know this. What we do, super ten percent. It's compulsory. We make sure we understand what it's getting invested in. So then we go tick ten percent. Your tax that you're paying as a property investor, you can augment that money into your future wealth. You guys know this. If you purchase a brand new home, right, and if that's $600,000, you will get back real cash out of your uh, out of your tax, uh, anywhere between six dollars and $8,000 of your tax back. So if you're paying $25,000 to the government and they're going to give you $8,000 real cash back, you do the math, team, four new properties, basically gets your tax to sub 5%. All right, so let's look at that. We've got 10% for super. If you've got four properties, you've got 20% cash back from your tax. We're at 30. Now, the big kicker here is your mortgage at 30%. And here's the drill. Most people are sitting there paying their mortgages off uh, paying their mortgages off, and they've got all of this wealth doing very little, not creating any income. It's not tax deductible. Imagine of that 30% of that payment, you can free up another 10% to 20% of that value in your mortgage, in your owner-occupier home. Imagine you can free that up to then go create some more wealth Add another 10 to 20% on your future wealth creation from your existing equity. That's how, that's how, team, we get to that magic number. For most of you talked about just there on the chat, 30 to 50%. That's how, if we have a think about what we have, our effectiveness of the money we have already, how do we make it more effective for our future? 30 to 50% of our money that we earn should be going towards your future wealth. All right. It seems like a lot, doesn't it? But when you put it that way, 
When we put it that way together, it's not that much, right? It's about making the most of what you have already um, as you go. Yep, and Michelle, afterpay, you know, credit cards, um, consumer debt, those things really destroy your ability to create future wealth, okay? Um, they are, they're, they're toxic. I call them the crack cocaine of your, um, uh, of your money problems. Okay, you've got to get off that gear, okay, <laughs> as we go. So let's have a look at this, this, this concept that Sam brought up the other day about the compounding effect. Yeah, children, <laughs> they're expensive, aren't they, kids? Little buggers, right? Uh, yeah, anyway, you know, everyone says, oh, you should plan to have kids and those sorts of stuff. So um, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's a funny one, isn't it? It's a funny one. Anyway, uh, I've got three. You gotta yeah, every time you have a kid, you gotta work a bit harder. I think Alison, you think think of this, you know, you were talking about Monday, Tuesday, the you know, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, one property per week or, or day of the week. Every time you have a kid, you need an extra property. You need an extra property to make it work. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, there you go. But listen, team, um the idea to make our first million, right? If we say, All right, well, from from scratch, from zero Let's say it takes us, you know, let's take, let's say you buy a property and let's say it takes, I don't know, call it 10 years. That's probably, uh, it takes 10 years for your first million to occur or your, your, your first value to occur. The challenge for most people, there you go, million bucks, right? One. Now that, that to, to go from zero to one million, is uh, I don't even know the percentages. It must be you know gazillion or whatever, a million percent or something. But the increase in your wealth, you know, has to climb. You know, a rather steep hill, right? A rather steep hill. Now to go from one million, let's say to two million. Now I'm not going to. I need to redo my my uh, scale here. All right, one million, and then if we go from one million to two million. What does it have to do? It has to double, right? It has to times two. But to go to three million, to three million, it only has to go up another fifty percent. I'm not doing that properly. Let's let's do this. All right, it has to go up a hundred percent to go from one million to two million. But then to go to three million, it's only got to go up fifty percent your wealth, right? And let's look at look at this. If you're to go to four million, that's a four. And that's a pretty skinny one. It's only got to go up 25%. Okay? So hopefully you're um, getting the picture there. What I'm trying to communicate is the process. Once you get that first bit of momentum in your wealth, that's the hardest part, that 100% hardest part between the first and second million, right? Because then between the second and third and the third and the fourth, from a wealth point of view, a value point of view, it's actually far simpler, far easier. Uh, Sam was having a chat with a client uh, just the other day. So they've got a $10 million portfolio uh, and their portfolio um, made a million dollars in the last nine months, all right? And it only had to go up 10% to make a million bucks, okay? Okay not to mention the rent and other bits and pieces. So 
my point that I'm trying to make is this part here, the first one to three million is where the effort has to come from, the effort to get to that point. It's the hard yards, team, all right? And why, what happens in my experience, I'm going to sort of uh, rub a bit of this off so we can get this done. In my experience, sitting down with thousands and thousands of people, literally thousands of people, eyeballing, looking across the table and saying, all right, well, we're going to start an investment portfolio. Tell me a little bit about where you're at and, and what you understand. There's three things. Uh, Jared, um, uh, the compounding process, Jared, is not uh, is not restricted by leverage or not. So, you know, you could have finance on it. You could have um, uh, you could have uh, it debt free. The concept of the value going up has no correlation with the debt. However, the income created, Jared, you know, if you're if you're debt free, you've got a better margin, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So. The concept is your total wealth compounding, okay? Um, but good question. Thank you. Um, three things, three reasons I see people fail and I've seen people fail um, with this wealth building process. Number one, completely unrealistic expectations of real estate. You know, it's like, Oh, but just like you know, oh, you know, property doubles every seven to ten years. Bullshit, rubbish, complete and utter rubbish. Okay, um, you know, so this this doubling process, right? Ugh, it's it's a fifteen to twenty year journey, team. Okay, and maybe and maybe some of your properties won't even do that. Okay, um, I've got properties that haven't doubled in value yet, and I've owned them over fifteen years. Am I crying in the corner of my soup? No, they're quite good. Some of them have got a little bit better cash flow. Some of them have got some future potential. Whatever it might mean, that's not the reason you buy the properties, okay? Uh, You know, what else is unrealistic? That you get cash flow from properties in the early stages. No, in the first 10 or 15 years, do not expect any cash flow from your real estate. You, you should be investing in the real estate. It's false, um, certainly residential, buy and hold, buy well, do not sell wealth creation is not about um, creating the income within the first 10 years. It's about acquisition of the asset, right? So income, in, income, it's, it's, not, it's, not, uh, it's not practical. It's, it's unrealistic. The speed at which, you know, um, the speed at which things happen, you don't have an un, uh, a, a practical understanding of the actual real time frames, etc. So this is the challenge. So we, we sort of go into something with kind of, oh, wow, this is going to all happen um, in three years and it doesn't happen. And, um, and then like, oh, you know, I give up. This doesn't work. Property's no good. You know, I... Sam and I are having chats with people who are selling their properties in Brisbane right now. Um, um, selling their properties in Brisbane right now because they said, oh, it hasn't done anything for five years. 
I'm like, yeah, that's normal. What's wrong with you? <laughs> What's what? It's like we've got the biggest boom we've seen in in a gazillion years. This convergence of three or four things that are going crazy, and because it hasn't gone up in five years' time, um, and a local real estate agent is telling you all sorts of rubbish, you want to sell your property? Like, wake up and smell the roses. Anyway, sometimes I get a bit frustrated by that. Um, DIY. Do it yourself. Oh, I know boats. You know, I read a book, you know, and I went to a seminar and uh, it's all good. I can knock it out of the park. And I, I joined a Facebook group and, you know, I'll ask, oh, 7,000 maniacs. <laughs> I'll ask 7,000 maniacs how to invest and then try and interpret 25 different comments um, to see what's right for me. I, I, I think that's crazy. but. You know, at the end of the day, it's a great place to start. But if you want to get four, five, six, eight, ten properties in the shortest period of time, structured in the most efficient way for wealth, um, you know, DIY is not going to cut it. Team, like the wealthy people, don't kick around going, "Oh, I don't need a good accountant. Oh, I don't need a good finance broker. Oh, I don't need a good wealth uh, advisor. Oh, I don't need a good." you know, property manager, are you serious? Do you want to get wealthy, but you but your DIY and, and backyard? Come on now, team. Like this is kind of a grown-up chat. That's not the way it rolls. That's not the way it works. If you want proper wealth, you want to do it correctly, you've got to find the right team. You guys know about this. I call it the six-star team. Six-star team, you've got to know those people are in your corner. And last but not least, uh they don't have a community of people who are on the same journey, on the same journey, okay? And uh, for most of you guys on the call this morning, you're in the mentoring program uh, and you've got a number of people who are on the same journey with you going through similar things, keeping each other supported uh, as we go along. Those are the three things that I see people uh, give up with, sadly, because they have unrealistic expectations they get stuck in this DIY, cheap, cheaper mindset, you know, uh, and, and it's not what the wealthy do and they don't have the right community of people around them on the same journey with the same ideas uh, to support them through challenging times. There's always going to be weird and wonderful things go on in, in the world of economics and we need to make sure we get through that with flying colours. Anyway, I think, well, that's it, Ben. We've got, it's 8.32. Um, and uh, I'm I'm done and dusted. Wealth Coffee Chat done. I've got to go take my son to school, and I'm two minutes late. I've been rabbiting on. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly, Alison. People who don't even invest go, oh, be careful. Like, like they've never even made a decision in their life. If you listen to fools, you end up with two fools. Um, and uh, at the end of the day, you've got to find the right people who are going to support you uh, in the journey. Now that does take some time, and and it you know, uh, it does take a bit to get it right. So uh, I don't say that lightly. But if you're listening in and you're not there yet, then uh, keep looking and and start learning and ask asking questions and educating yourself on that sort of stuff. So, all right, team, um, that's it from me. Wealth Coffee Chat done this morning. Hopefully that was useful. 
Uh, I thought that was a really good comment from Sam on Wealth, Wine and Wisdom the other day uh, on Friday afternoon about that sort of the first millions the hardest and then compounding over time uh, becomes uh, easier and easier. There was a bunch of questions there, gang, so um, I will uh, – Brendan, I'll circle around on a few of those and Jared um, and maybe make a bit of a Wealth Coffee chat out of them maybe this week. So, All right, you guys, that's it. I'm done. I better go take the young fella to school. You guys be good. Stay well wherever you are. Until tomorrow, take care. Bye for now.